like Are You Being Served that I taped from PBS and I would listen to the episodes. No, really. Is that the Bay Area? Is that the public access show about the Bay Area, Bay Area restaurants? No, no, that's Check Please. Bay Check Area. Please. I love that show. Yeah, no, that no, no, that's my jam. Check Please is Leslie Sabraco. I'm like, whatever you say, I believe it. I trust your wine taste. I saw you use a saber to over a bottle of champagne. You know what's up. And to be truthful, to be really truthful, I have found some gems based off of that show. But then, like, you know, you also get, like, someone going, like, go to the Presidio Bowling Alley. They got good food. And you're like, nah, you, you are the definition of a troll. <laughs> you know, that, that food was and is rank. Sorry. Sorry, Presidio Sorry, Bowling Presidio. Alley. I mean, I don't really feel bad because I think you know it, too. But damn. Woo. Let's go. go. You know we got to keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans. Uh-huh. You don't really want to miss Pop Soccer. Stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep it so entertaining. Hey, Pop Saga. Welcome, friends, to another episode of Pop Saga, the weekly pop culture podcast by two over-the-hill Jedi just trying to get the magic back. On today's show, we sent probe droids into the Outer Rim and located Obi-Wan Kenobi Part 6, with which leads us truly with only one choice, to talk about it for the whole darn pod. I'm Forrest, and I am joined, as always, by John. John, are you ready to discuss this show almost to death, but instead of killing it once and for all, we just leave it alive again and walk away? Yep. (laughs) Well, now you are. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm ready for this. (laughs) And who truly could blame you? Uh, Yes, the the finale. We've made it. We obi wan for six episodes, and now we are finally here at the end. And I, I, I bet all of you out there are wondering, does it wrap it up? Does it tie up those bows? Does it answer all the questions and issues that we had? And the answer is yes. Does it do, do it well? I, we're going to find out what we think about it anyway. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, here's here's some uh this I think this will kind of uh tint our review a little bit or taint it even perhaps. But I found out just just moments before we uh, recorded this pod that the oh. writer for Obi-Wan Kenobi said mm-hmm. that the story is originally planned as a trilogy and we've only seen part 1. Oh no! Really? That's what he they, said. That's what he said. Totally I, go ahead. Trying to shoot for an, a whole other two set of series. I would have <laughs> never seen that coming at all. Now, I granted, I didn't look to, into it too deeply. This could be just something that the writer had planned, and Lucas is Lucasfilm is not on board. I don't know. Trying but. to get it, trying to set it up. He's like, if I if I get that out there, and I get that on that morbid Twitter. I bet you I can get at least a season two of this. 
I mean, I think I feel like people are doing that a lot. Kind of like the secreting stuff that they want to do in the entertainment like business. Every I feel like every I don't know two or three weeks I see something that's like Danny Trejo says he'd like to be part of the MCU. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like yeah, I I bet I bet a lot of people would like that. It, that's job security of being a major character in the MCU. I mean, you know, Danny Trejo is not trying. He's either going to play himself or like Machete. Right. In you the know, MCU, in, like in a big yeah, crossover. They're, yeah, they're not making him the Scorpion or somebody else of note. No, he's just going to be like, you know, wouldn't you like to see it with Machete and hanging out with Spider-Man? And that's going to be it. And it's just like, it's, but it's just going to be Danny Trejo. It's not even going to be Machete. <laughs> They'll come well, up with a box of delicious donuts and his fantastic beer <laughs> oh my god the biggest thing i miss about los angeles is that easy access to that beer oh that's yeah so i mean who knew that dude knew how to cook or at least hire people who knew how to cook because i i was beyond surprised and i have been beyond surprised every time i've had like one of his products like it's a product you can trust and that beer was delightful like, it is the best uh the best imitation of a mexican style lager that you can buy uh in the states i'd say there's a lot of people yeah. trying to do that type of lager but uh he did it right yes he did like i, I you know i was like oh he's in the beer business <laughs> you know it can't be any better than you know, like a Corona or a Soul or, you know, like Tecate or whatever. Whatever you think of any of those. those it's like definitely on a hot better day, than a Corona. Oh, it, I think it blows all of those out of the water. I mean, but almost any, that's the lowest bar you could possibly set. Now, if you're yeah, talking Pacifico. Yeah, I think so. I like it more or than Or Modelo. Yeah, uh, I, do, the, I do too. Modelo depends. Like if you're getting like. Uh, regular Modelo, I think it's better than. But if you get like, like, Modelo After Dark or whatever that one is called, oh, um, that tastes like pennies. Yeah, but you know, it's different, so I wouldn't compare the two. But I, I, like, immediately was like, can I buy this beer outside of your restaurants? And I think at the time, I don't know now, you couldn't. So that was it. So I was just like. You're forcing me to go to LA just to get a delicious beer and tasty tacos and for some reason, stupid good donuts. Oh, okay, I can do that. <laughs> I guess if you're twisting my arm. Oh God, all right, it's a blueberry donut, but it fucking I'd murder someone for it. I may have murdered someone for it. Oh you won't geez, know. Don't, don't talk about that on the podcast. I mean, you oh, did I do that, that again? Yourself? I keep it. Chad! It's like I do that about every other episode. Remember that time I murdered somebody for a donut? A Trejo blueberry donut? I do it again, too. what's amazing is they've never caught me. Man, there's so much evidence, too. You know, around, like, uh, uh, Polk. (laughs) (laughs) All over Polk Street. I bring them up here. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I mean, people are always doing that stuff, uh, trying to um, will it into existence in terms of uh, uh, trying to make something happen. But from watching the show from the rip, I'm like, they want to do more, though. 
Yeah. <laughs> they want to do more, though. Yeah. yeah they... That'll be one. Yeah, I brought it back. Thank you, people. You thought that tangent wasn't there. I remembered how you started it. Yeah. We went down the ride, talked about some beer, donuts, and tacos, and raided them quickly. Brought it right back. Yeah. That's what you call a professional. Yep, that's right. Very professional segue, but uh, you're absolutely right. It does, I mean, it does seem like they want more. Um, uh, should they? No. No. Uh, so you just you just jump to the end. <laughs> oh no no! I'll I'll tell you what I think about this series, and uh, you may be surprised. But uh, what I but uh, in terms of what whether or not they should do more, my I I think th- th- no, I do not think they should do more. Well, well, you may be surprised, but I am in the same court as you. Oh, shocking! Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, before I forget. Spoiler, spoiler, trouble in Boiler, something muse and cauldron troubles. <laughs> sure. As, as long as I don't get attacked by the spoiler witch tonight, I'm good. Yeah. Um, I mean, you might be, though, because I don't think that wasn't, you need to, listen, we have, a, we have this spoiler incantation. Okay. Uh, so let's let's get it right to make sure okay. we don't get visited by the spoiler witch. Uh, okay. And I encourage you, all of you out there, to maybe mm-hmm. you listen to this once and then you play it back and say it with us because it's really important. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, we invoke the spoiler witch. Spoilers, spoilers, double broilers, secrets burn, and rumors bubble. You have been. Uh, the spoiler witch has been pro- properly invoked, so now you can't get us. I mean, I think I said the same thing. It's close. Yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> but we know how that goes. You've seen Evil Dead. You know how that goes. Close, uh, sometimes it's not enough. Yeah, I mean, they made that movie twice. And then they did another version of it where they just went back in time. Yes, I was talking about the Army of Darkness entry and the Evil Dead franchise. Um... But we're not talking about uh, a Sam Raimi movie again. No, we're talking about a TV series and one that takes place in a galaxy far, far away. That's right. Obi-Wan. Uh, we, I've been labeling it wrong in our episodes. It's, this is part six. That's right. And it's not even that's part VI for those of you who enjoy the Roman numerals. I mean, I can update the other episodes if you'd like, you know? No. Like, nah, let's leave yeah. my mistakes laid bare for all to see. All I mean, right. there's the Instagram anyway. We'd have to go back and change all that, too. So, too much work. It's already too much work. So, I say we just leave it behind. Um, But, uh, yeah, so it's this. it was the finale. And as you, if you've been following along with our episode recaps and our thoughts about the previous episodes of Obi-Wan, you know that last episode, I was back on board. Mm-hmm. Yes, you were. They lost me for a couple episodes. They were dangerously close to losing me. And then they roped me back in. All it takes is a couple of cool scenes and Forrest is right back there. Ready to doesn't, watch again. It definitely doesn't take much. Oh, Smokey doesn't. It, it's like a scene and a half, and you're like, all right, man, the magic is back. I, I mean, because I love Vader pulling down that ship and tearing it apart is just something I will think about uh, forever, because I'm, I'm happy to see angry 
Vader uh, makes him scary again. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what we needed. We did need something to make Vader scary because I was getting worried about that. All those people like doing like Father Day cards with Darth Vader, like in little Luke and Leia, and you're going like, you know, he's probably not. He's not like a really good like dad. Like we shouldn't be promoting this. We gotta make him scary again, and they definitely did that in uh, part five and uh, uh, this one, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this one, part six, the f- finale that uh, you know picks up pretty much right as the last one ends. No, no big time gaps or any of that business. Uh, you know, we're back on that the ship from the path, and it's flying away. From the Death Star, very you know, no, the very Star Destroyer. That's right. That would be funny though if the Death Star was chasing them. I mean, it might as well have been because everyone in this episode would have forgot it existed anyway. Yep. And uh, again, we have the situation where Obi Wan is like, "Listen, I gotta go." Yep. <laughs> He's always leaving, and because uh, he knows Vader will follow him. And I love, I do love how he he does that that exact thing because of course Leia doesn't want him to go, uh, mm-hmm. and they have a nice, a really nice moment together. Uh, Camille Nanjiani's character having tons of, he is just killing it in these episodes. Uh, do very much like his character, and I would love to see his character again in something else. But a lot of really just crucial clutch scenes he's in. Gotta hand it to the guy. Do you think he shows up in Andor? Uh, yeah, I do. I do think yeah. he. I think several people that we see in the show show up in Andor. That's my assumption. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of getting that feeling too. So, uh, hopefully, because every time he is on the screen, I love it. Every time he's not on the screen, I'm like, yeah, you should throw him in here. Let's spice this up a little bit. Yeah, have, why not? What could it yeah. hurt? You know, but. You do bring up a very valid point of uh, this whole series is about how Obi-Wan got his groove back. And then half the time he's just like rebuking his responsibilities. I like, gotta go. I gotta go. Promise me you'll drop her off though. It's like, it, yeah, exactly. this is the like the third time he said that to like different people. He's always like, promise you'll get Leia back. Fine. And people are like, uh, okay. And he's like, I'm already, already gone. But then all of a sudden he goes back and there she is. You would think that like after the second time, everyone would be like, I think that's the kiss of death, man. Like he tells you take care of Leia. And all of a sudden you're holding the thermal detonator in a hallway. <laughs> yep, you're like, well, maybe <laughs> someone else could do it. And, and somehow your holster survives that, but whatever. It's fine. It is cool. How much people like, how much they admire and how much Obi-Wan and how much hope he brings to them. Like the people were very devastated on that ship when he was like, Hey, I got to go. And they're like, no, are you kidding me? (laughs) You can't leave. It's all about you. And he's like, nah, no, you guys, you're the ones. You're the special ones. It was in you the whole time. (laughs) But no, it was me. (laughs) But it was, but it was actually was me and I'm gone. Bye. Uh, but yeah, he's got uh, he's gonna jump in a little ship that apparently does have hyper drive. It does have a hyper drive. We find out later, but he does not use it because he's very obviously leading Vader away. 
And I love the visual of it too, because the the ship, the, the path ship is going one way, and then Obi Wan comes out and he just literally goes <laughs> the other way. <laughs> it's like they're on a two D plane, which is very Star Wars, and I I definitely appreciate it. But it is very much like you could go any direction. He's just like boop. And uh, <laughs> follow closely behind them. Yep. Yeah, let's forget that there's a concept of up, down, and all these other things that you could do. But whatever, yeah. it's fine. I don't like. It seems like like they do a lot of stuff visually on the old Star Destroyer. So I don't know if he, I feel like if he if he went down, they'd just be like, "Where did he go?" <laughs> <laughs> just underneath it. Rats. Well, I mean, our biggest I, weakness. Or I don't know. Maybe like. Look, I'm not rooting for them, obviously, but you could also, you have a few uh, TIE fighters. Why not send that after the other one? <laughs> right. You've got several ships in that thing. I know you do. Uh, he's like, oh, no, this is one of the new ones. Yeah, we- he could have been, he had been like, yeah, no, just send them off. We'll come to, we'll come back for them later. You know what I mean? And that's I would have loved to have them try to ride around that, though. Have Vader be like, no, follow Obi-Wan. And then the Grand Inquisitor is like, well, I'm going to go into a Lambda shuttle and follow the other people. And he's just like, no, don't do that. We need the Lambda shuttle for later. Oh, are you sure? I mean, they've got other (laughs) ships. No, no, trust me. We'll get those guys. I bet Reva put another tracker on the ship. No, no, it's fine. Uh, Vader, are you sure? Okay, okay, I'm just gonna stand here and say nothing. It's a bad idea. I mean, that dude did kind of like backtalk him a little bit. He did. I mean, he he stood up to him in a way that makes me think he must be a lot more powerful than Reva. Because <laughs> I don't know, he w- it seemed like he was there, kind of watching from the doorway when Vader and Reva thought or fought. I think that maybe he would might have be like. Is this my chance? Or just like, ah, hey, yo, Vader, cool, cool, cool. What do you want to do? Sounds great. Great, best boss. I got your mug. What do you think? <laughs> best, best Sith daddy. Yep, he's just like, hi, ooh, I saw you. You really made the, that the spinning lightsaber look really dumb. <laughs> That's all I got. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, anything you say, buddy? <laughs> You could just block that with your hands, huh? Oh, oh God, I'm scared of that. Oh, you don't even need a lightsaber. Oh, that's really powerful. That was my whole thing. That's that's what I was planning on doing, was the whole spinny thing at you, and I figured that would be unstoppable. And you saw how Flea reacted to it. He was terrified. I mean, absolutely scared, and I figured if I could scare Flea, then I could take out the Dark Lord of the Sith. Just imagine what he's seen. Yeah, I mean, he's seen a lot. Look at him. He's seen a lot. <laughs> uh, so that was surprising, though. He was just like, uh, uh, Vader, no, bad idea. And yeah, one Jedi. It's just like, Vader's like, fuck you, dude. This is my, this is my whip. You don't this know whole, the backstory. <laughs> this whole Star Destroyer is mine. And I'd figure, if even I was the Inquisitors, I'd have been like, you know, this whole Jedi hunting thing has kind of dried up over the last few years, you know? Like, we might as well fill our quota and get this one and if Vader really wants it, we should do it. But then he's like, no, I'm going to question it to the point where Vader's like, no, we're going after him. And he's like, okay, I'll keep my mouth shut. All right. Yeah, he definitely has a very much like, okay. 
energy when he turns around. Uh, oh, yeah, and then you get to see his really cool earbuds. They're so big, man. A long time ago, must be a long time ago, with earbuds that big. Well, I think they have active noise canceling. That's why they're so Oh, big. they're like weird, like, they, they're, they are, they don't have like one of those arcs that go over your head. They're just like free floating over the ear mm-hmm. headphones somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Something it is the future Razor past. Would make. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay, I guess I'll go polish this chrome dome. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Vader's got a Vader. Yeah, and you know, we want to see Vader, Vader. And. Uh, that's kind of what I signed up for, you know? I'm like, well, at this point, you already jumped so many, you know, fucking Sarlacc pits that I figure you might as well make Vader do his vader thing. Yep. Yeah. Might as well. Hey, but we got a Lambda again. Okay, I loved, yeah, that just kind of drove home that point you made in a few episodes ago that, man, they should have just used a Lambda shuttle. For her shuttle, because good gravy, it looks so much better than whatever the hell type, type of micro machine they got going on it for is, Tala. It is so much better. Like, it, I'm happy though that the iconic designs have still with like withstood the test of time. Yeah. Like all like all the other stuff is just meant to get you from point A to point B. But yeah, it feels like even Star Wars, like, eh, we're probably not going to make this into a toy. So, uh, <laughs> you know, let, let's make it look like a flat pack uh, sofa surface. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you order a, sur- a sofa, it's in like seven boxes, uh, and just make it look like a shuttle. There you go. And that's all it is. Yep. Yeah. But uh, uh, we yeah. got other stuff going on. Do we? We kind of, yeah, we don't forget the B story, John, because we got, as we saw last time, the conveniently smashed communicator that only played the exact <laughs> everything that you needed to hear. But it, it, just leaving out a few key details that would make you go somewhere else. Uh, Reva is going to murder Luke Skywalker. <laughs> because i that's justice i guess yeah i was hoping that you'd be able to tell me why like i mean we we speculated that's what she was gonna do after you know we saw that like you said the smashed uh, communicator but i was hoping you'd tell me why it's justice I do like the first kind of vendor she comes up to in the in wherever Tatooine town she's in. Uh, just knows where uh, Owen is. You know what? So here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Hmm. He's a moisture vendor. Owen Lars is a moisture farmer. Oh, so maybe the- he he sells his water to this dude. So. Oh, okay. I see. That that's actually pretty good writing. I retract my earlier make fun of, but it was. It seemed like wow, what a small world. But I guess if she just goes to the town where she met him last time and looks for the guy who sells water, you're gonna probably find the person who harvests said water. Yeah, I just you know I just figured, and I mean, good on the guy for at least towing, uh, telling like Owen, right? Yeah. Like, hey, hey, I saw her knock a cup of water out of dude's hand. 
She means business. <laughs> yeah. uh, she had fallen samurai hair. Her hair was usually so in the same place, and now it's out of place. Oh, God. She's unhinged. And, and she had, like, a, like a sweater tied around the, the, the hole in her stomach or whatever. Yeah, and, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Man, how pissed must Qui-Gon be? Like, I mean... Qui-Gon got a little stab through... <laughs> And he a lot of died, yeah. And she got stabbed <laughs> twice. Like I mean, Darth like Maul got chopped in half, and he's still fine. Yeah, it, at this point, he is completely fine. Rage allowed him to live. <laughs> Qui Gon, I think, got like the equivalent of a lightsaber paper cut. Yep. And he just like, oh no, my life is over. <gasps> you know what I mean? Yeah, he died right there. And uh, and Reva was able to fly a ship to another planet and hunt down a kid. <laughs> Get yeah. hit in the face with uh, some boxes. Get bashed in the face with a pipe by Baru. Uh, who, by the way, I'm just going to put this right out. Uh, she's my MVP of this <laughs> yeah. of this of this whole episode because when she comes around the corner and screams, I'm like, "You get it, bro, Baru. I need these figures. Yeah, seriously. I, these are the two I need. I don't need. Uh, I mean, I already ordered Reva. That's fine. But I don't need an Obi Wan. I don't even need the other Vader. No, I need these two with their hidden shotguns and like planter falling action that's what i want yeah i want the i want the uh, lars homestead set with a bunch mm -hmm. of like plants you can just not hide behind and then just throw at a jedi <laughs> yeah just <laughs> try to at a dark uh, just or, home alone that shit that's yeah. what i wanted yeah no that was i was like you know you've the, the bring up a very valid point you said for a b plot i was okay with it just not bad. Just, yeah i was just like shit let's 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 show them protecting the kid. Even though I think this is completely unnecessary, let's show them do it anyway. Yeah, and it is funny how it's like, you know, Obi-Wan is just like, well, I have to face Vader first. But obviously he was, last episode, very worried about what was going to happen with Luke. And he's like, something's wrong. But then he's like, well, I can spare like an hour and a half, right? Yeah, <laughs> sure, I'll, she won't I'll, kill him by then. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's like a quick, like, five-minute flight over to Tatooine. It'll be fine. They're right next to each other, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> or uh, space sakes, or whatever we, you know, whatever we believe in. It's fine. Right. Force sakes. The Force, Force sakes. sakes. It's fine. There you go. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no, that was, um, I mean, that whole thing was rough, but that's not what we were really watching this episode for, I feel, right? No, we were watching yeah. it for the epic confrontation between obi-wan and uh and vader we knew this was coming right we've said this mm -hmm. since this started bothering us that the yep. power dynamic has to be reset and yep. the only way that's gonna happen is if obi-wan just kicks the crap out of darth vader and guess what that's exactly what happens yeah i mean somebody was just like you ever played that video game called The Force Unleashed? Well, let's just do that. That's some pretty cool stuff in there. Yeah, he, I mean, he throws big, heavy shit at somebody. Can well, we have him control a Star Destroyer? Nah. <laughs> but he can throw a lot of big-ass rocks at somebody. He, okay. he certainly could do that. Now, mm. I think I, I loved the, you know, this was very much every frame's a painting. 
Yep. Uh, but maybe it shouldn't have been so much of an oil painting because things were dark and a little bit muddy. Yeah, I mean, I think, well, I feel like at the end of the fight, the reason why everything was muddied was because they were really focusing on that very specific color shift in theory between the blue and red. Yeah. So I think everything else was just kind of like, uh, you know, like a VFX tornado, you know, just mm -hmm. throw a bunch of things out there. And maybe to kind of mirror the eclipse that happened on like Mustafar when the last time they really fought. Yeah, you know, I, like I appreciate the that they just went to a planet, a planet that's filled with spires and rocks or whatever. It, that's true. It wasn't like they fought on the planet of Hoth or any known planet. It was just, yeah, a spiky town. Yeah, spiky, which comes, I mean, it's a great set piece because we get all sorts of fun mm. rock action. But uh, I thought the fight was uh, really spectacular. I thought it was really cool. Uh, there was a couple times made me chuckle because... Uh, Obi-Wan was rolling out of the way in a way that very much reminded me of Dark Souls. <laughs> and so it's like, it's like, oh shit, he played Dark Souls between last time. Now he's doing it right. Just rolling and rolling and rolling around Vader. He, uh, the, he has no defense against it. Uh, yeah, the big, the big slowing, uh, trundling Vader. Yep. You can dodge those attacks real easily. Um, but I, you yeah. know, I love his, he did the stance. He did the Obi-Wan yeah. lightsaber stance, and I have to say, I got the chills when I saw it. I was like, oh, cool. That's your. That's what you used to do. Yeah, he did the whole fucking Three Stooges at him. Those yep. two fingers. Whoop, whoop, point. Whoop. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's going towards your eyes, Vader. Yeah. I seize you. you know? I don't care if you put your hand up between your... I'm just going to poke him with two hands. Ah. Uh, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, he did the stance. That was cool. The fight in... Uh, in siloed if i only thought about it in this terms was a great fight um it truly it, was i mean when yeah. he tries to drop a spire on vader and vader's just like oh, oh your power's back and then he just is like ah, fuck you <laughs> just blast it across i was like whoa now you've yeah. made a man yeah and the the vader quake i oh guess my god it's so cool I've been waiting for someone to use force powers like this. And we only get it in like the extended universe stuff. And he split the ground open and it swallowed Obi-Wan up. I mean, what is that? What did I just see? It's amazing. Yeah, and he had the high ground and everything. <laughs> yeah, he, although he didn't mention it, he should have been like, Whoa, look what we have here. <laughs> oh, how the mighty have fallen. I've learned something since last time. I'm up here and you're down there. Yeah, now I'm going to set your balls on fire. <laughs> or I'm going to crush you with a big-ass rock. Or yeah, that's several. Easier. Yeah. Um, that he did. But, you know, the power of uh, having clips from some of the movies, but mostly the episodes that came before it was enough to motivate Obi-Wan to get out of that hole. I didn't even see the clips from the other movies. Yeah. To me, I, I could only see the, the clips from the previous episodes, and I love how they threw the one Luke clip in there because they had they, <laughs> he wasn't in the show at all. So they literally had one part, and it's the one from the trailer where he's sitting on top of the house and doing a little... 
pod pretending like he's in a pod razor or a swoop or something and it's like oh, okay that's you didn't do any extra shooting for this no. moment no b-roll no like he's been watching him forever it's like he started watching him exactly on that episode it's almost i would have loved him if it just cut back to obi-wan at that moment he was like oh luke oh right the mission oh right oh jeez. and then you know it I mean, again, in its own, like, singular quote in the fight was amazing. Even the the lead up to it and how it paralleled the, well, I mean, shit, the Disney Plus splash screen for it, right? Where it's like, oh, we one staring at Vader on that splash screen. But in mm -hmm. this, this one was almost reversed where we see Vader and oh, he wants in his place. So, like, that power dynamic had shifted. But, you know, for me, my favorite part was watching him just be like, I've played Star Wars The Old Republic Rock Power! Yeah, he's even when he becomes him a boulder shit. Rock Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, like you said, we've been kind of, I think we've been waiting to see the Force be used in the ways that we've always pictured it should be used. Mm -hmm. And at least someone was just like, yeah, why can't he pick up a bunch of rocks and just chuck them at the motherfucker? And they finally did it, and it was cool. Well, I think that's very cool, John. But I, my favorite part from the fight is when Obi Wan repeatedly punches the robot part of Vader. Oh, that's my second favorite part. Is I was like, Vader's got to be like, why did I have this on the outside? Was it a blast well, he shield gets, or something? He gets hit in the fucking head with a hand, and I'm like. Damn, maybe all that training, like fighting Grievous and like Revenge of the Sith, got him like training how to punch metal parts or some shit. Because I don't know about you, you ever punch like a bike helmet? That shit hurts. Yeah, and I, he... I punch a fragile circuit board, and I, my my knuckles are torn up for weeks. And the fact that he's pommel smashing, yeah, the little like call home to get mom ride box you know like whatever that thing actually does and, and he just pommel smashing it i yeah i know i i enjoyed that i even enjoyed the fact he does this he does an anakin move where he actually spins the lightsaber behind his back yeah you know completely useless i'm like okay this is good this is this is prime prequel fighting right here useless yeah. spins and passing the sword behind your back for what reason Hey, man, it's about as useful as pointing two fingers dead ass at somebody. You got to go like, that dude's going to fuck me up because he's, <laughs> he's got those two fingers. He's really proud of them. You know and, I mean? and now it's over here, and now it's over there, and now it's over here, and it's over there. <laughs> Which hand is my lightsaber in, huh, Vader? Woo, woo, woo. I mean, he does hit him even with the left. You know, he's just like, oh, man, he's like, hit him with the right, hit him with the left. Smash that box! Smash him in the face! I love, go, 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 go! I really love when he uh, he swings his saber at Vader and he catches it with the Force like he was doing to Reva, and then Obi-Wan does that amazing sort of like backwards spin that sort of kind of... Uh, it looks like very much like Judo or something where he's just using that person's literal Force against, against them while he kind of rolls off to the side. That was a very cool move. Yeah, no, Corey, uh, this was choreographed so well that the level of, uh, I'm going to rain on its parade a little bit. 
the the level of like how cool it was it, it, it boxed like i said in this is great in the grand scheme of things i really wish this never happened um well there's a lot of funny like there's the thing is about this well i mean i i want to like sort of summarize it at the end but there's basically solving a lot of problems that they made or that yeah, I, other people have you. made it's like you don't you're just kind of inventing things and solving prob these problems and a lot of it was like there's thank a, you a, a thank lot you. of things about the prequels right that don't make any sense and this mm -hmm. show felt like it did a lot of heavy lifting to try to make a lot of those things make sense and to me it was just like it doesn't need to clearly George, George Lucas was not worried about the fact that, you know, Obi-Wan's like, oh, I trained with Yoda. And then they're like, I oh, no, there's some other guy. And he doesn't really train with Yoda at all. And, uh, just he, tons of incongruous things like Leia remembering her mother. And then you realizing that she never saw really her mother. Yeah. He did not give, uh, anything about that like that was that was not sacrosanct but uh, what exactly what you said was exactly how i felt about this whole series and i will summarize it again was it was just like yes they solved a lot of problems they introduced in this series that did not exist beforehand and really didn't need to exist yeah some um, of the the plot holes it created i think Anyway, well, I, I don't want to get too far into it, but uh, like, let's let's continue evaluating yeah, let's, let's, the, the fight. The, I mean, in its own, the fight was great. I mean, even, you know, after he started fucking up Vader and we got that old timey Vader wheezing sound, you know, like he, he he lived on the third story of his building and, you know, he was carrying groceries home. You know, yeah, you know, and, very cool. Reminds me of Return of the Jedi and... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, again, they're doing a lot of like they're being they're doing what a prequel often does, and they're showing like, oh, this is how this happened, because you know Vader has that gash in his head, and he didn't have it when he was going into the suit originally, and so this is how he got it. He got slashed down. Oh, he once slashed his helmet in half, and uh, it also slashed his head a bit. Yeah, I mean, it was really cool to see this for the second time because they did it in Rebels. Um, right, doesn't count, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, you mean this, what, like the cracked face mask? The cracked face mask and yeah. the 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 Vocaloid, where it's both like uh, James Earl Jones and you know. That uh, was kind of a cool callback to that scene. Although, no, I mean I ain't knocking it. I thought it was beautiful to see it in that regards and just have it. I never needed the gash in his head to be explained because no, I just no. would assumed he burnt a lot. I'm Mustafar. Yeah, he, they showed him in, like, they only show him in, like, bacon form. We don't get to really get see a good look at his, like, his pasty, like, uh, pickled fish form. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, you do get the one where he's in the in the suit and he's got, like, those, like, deer and headlights looking eyes. But you don't see the top of his head, so I just would assume uh, that was there from that. Um... But yeah, sure. Let's let's just say that's the last gift that uh, Obi Wan gives him. Yep. Um, I mean, if there's any, they can't meet again. <laughs> so it's this is at this point that has to be the last time they've they've parted. 
But I thought, you know what? Got to give it up for Hayden Christensen. Yes. He did an incredible job when they finally, Mm -hmm. both in the flashback and then also in this moment, he has been, it feels like he's been probably waiting his entire life to show people, hey, I could act. You know what I mean? That was kind of some weird dialogue, and it was like the first take, and I don't know, as a kid, I could act now, guys. (laughs) And and boy, can't he. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, I'm happy to see him get his comeuppance. You know, I I will admit I notoriously make fun of him in the prequels, uh, but I always just felt like maybe he should have got his due, and he did with this. Um, but I did a great job. Yeah, he, he does. He job. does a good. He does a really. He gives a really provocative uh, performance here. Uh, although the dialogue I felt was a little bit like, okay. Cause he was, cause Obi-Wan is obviously like has a lot of internal turmoil about this happening. And you would, you would imagine he would based on how they parted. And then Vader's like, no, you didn't do it. It was me. Vader. Solving for another problem that never needed to be solved. <laughs> it's because it's like, Oh no, that means in, a new hope he was being real because that's what vader told him himself that's what he meant yeah it's like no no one ever needed that i never needed that the go what what's the term isn't it like not maybe not a metaphor i don't know what it is but like yeah that's just his interpretation yeah vader did kill anakin in a spiritual kind of sense you know what i mean not like but i don't need vader saying no it's okay i killed you know, Anakin. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was... <laughs> I thought the performance was really good. I love the emotions of that moment. I think you're right. I don't like that they explain it. And I also think that it makes the part in New Hope a little worse. Because I kind of always had this idea of Obi-Wan as somebody who... He literally says, you know from a certain point of view that's his whole thing is that he is looking at from a certain point of view vader killed anakin uh he is he knows luke isn't ready to know all this information uh and and he knows because he can see the future more than likely or see glimpses of it he knows what he has to do to set him on this path uh to his destiny Mm -hmm. and you know, he's going to tell him uh, an interesting interpretation of the story. But it I never took it as him just being factual and that was a issue or a problem you have to solve. It's just like, oh, maybe Obi-Wan, you know, he does mind tricks. He's a little bit of an eccentric. Yeah, but it's not a problem. Yeah. It was never a problem. Like, it doesn't need it. And it's still not even literal. But you never needed to address it because I felt the way that Obi-Wan handled it was you know for his, for his you know take on it was the right way to do it like you said he can't tell luke oh man okay your dad is one of the most murderous dudes in the galaxy <laughs> let me yeah. tell you what he's just like no you'll discover it it will happen but you know let me just let me not cloud you like that let me try to put you on best a path as possible this i feel like is just like no, no, let's help Obi-Wan out. So that way he wasn't lying. 
I was like, well, he wasn't lying before, but now you're just making it literal. You know, it's just like metachlorians to me. You don't need to explain the force, but you felt the need to take the time to explain the force and made it worse. And it's taken like, you know, 20 years to fix that. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. And uh, didn't need to do it, and yet they did. And then this is when that lighting moment that you mentioned earlier happens. Yeah, love where, it, love it. Yeah, where like it gets darker, and the light, the red lightsaber shines on him, and then that's like the it signals the transition from like the little bit of Anakin you may have seen before, and now it's fully uh, gone, and he is he's evil now. This, of course, I'd be remiss without saying that this is the imagery from The Force Awakens. <laughs> like they're just kind of taking it wholesale from uh kylo ren's turn uh but uh good uh a good thing to steal i'd say it's a good yeah, visual so. metaphor if it's, if a little on the nose yeah i mean shit i'll take it i mean and then the best part was other one was like well then i guess my friend is really dead darth Yep. So then that way you can you <laughs> could you can go right back to a no, new hope as well when he called him Darth. Yeah, and instead of that just being like why did you why did you do that? Like he's <laughs> I mean I guess we don't No, we there are other Darths. So yeah, that does it still doesn't make sense, but he's like, "Oh, that's just a little thing that Obi-Wan says, I guess." But you're right. I don't need it. I don't need him to, to have. I said this. Hey, guess what? I said this like eight years ago. I still remember it. I'm gonna pull it back out. Yeah, it's gonna really, you know, mess with him a bit as I leave him here when I could just take him out. Oh, that's the part I referenced in the intro, of course. Yeah. Uh, Obi Wan, bad. See, he had his second chance. Like he didn't get him the first time. And you've seen what he has participated in and what uh, what has become of the galaxy since he didn't stop him the first time. Now, granted, the Emperor is kind of really running the show, but you got to imagine Darth Vader has been up to some pretty heinous shit in the in-between, in the intervening years. Uh, yeah, Emperor's not going around doing this stuff. He's got people to do it. Exactly, and who's been the best at doing it? All the evil crap. That's right, it's been Darth Vader. So you had your chance. On the shores of Mustafar, mm -hmm. you didn't take it. You gotta feel like, oh, I gotta. He was like down a lot of limbs. I could have easily just been. Bloop. <laughs> I mean, he could have just like put his foot on his face and just pushed him in the lava. Yeah, and just <laughs> evidence be will be just completely erased. So yeah, nice work, Obi Wan. And then you had chance number two here on whatever planet this is here on Pillar Planet. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, <laughs> he decides. Like, he's like, "Nah, I'll let my son. I'll let your son deal with it. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be. But you are gonna kill a lot of people in between now and then. But you'll see. Yeah, like I think we could have stopped the, you know, the Inquisitor, but you know, we need you around for a bit. So later, versus like I don't know, Vader maybe." causing some sort of rift or you know separating them or some shit you know which would just make him just kind of go oh shoot i better get out of here you know like let, me, let me not uh, let me not push it but no he just kind of you know <laughs> 23 skidoos over to the sh his spaceship 
And he doesn't even jack like Vader ship, you know, like low jacket or something or cut off like a wing before he goes. Yeah. <laughs> Just strand him there. Why wouldn't you? But no, he felt he did his damage. And then he got um, uh, Vader got a better version of his no. That right, he gets a second <laughs> because he because he pulls a, a Darth Maul from Apples, mm-hmm. right? Where he's like, where he gets to scream the name Obi Wan, and uh, I, I mean, I dig it because it was a lot more primal. Having again the blurring of both voices, it sounded like, oh man, this this dude needs to go. Um, he needs to go do CrossFit or something, you know, release all that, <laughs> gonna, release all that anger. Yeah, he needs some sort of therapy. Uh, yeah. But Obi-Wan, much like somebody remembering that they left the uh, stove on, <laughs> is realizes, uh, uh-oh, Luke's in trouble, gotta gotta get back. And, uh, and we cut back to Tatooine, and uh, we're, that's when that fight we were talking about earlier takes place. Fantastic stuff, just bravo. Yeah. I know, you know, it's like, this was an injured Inquisitor who's not even a full Sith, who, according to the other Inquisitors, is the weakest power level-wise of all of the uh, Inquisitors. And she's also gravely injured, as I said before. So, like, that's the only situation in which two people would stand a chance, which I enjoyed. I like how they, they really leveled the playing field in a way that was believable. I mean, if you want to think about anything that would age two people the next eight years to make them look like they did in A New Hope, this would be it. Yeah, when's, the, the, when's another one coming, right? You got to assume that that's yeah, going to happen at some point. Like, that whole level of worry is really high. Man, and he must I, be so pissed. No wonder he's so pissed at Luke. Because, like, he obviously loves Luke, but... Yes. And he does... And by the way, these two actors do such a good job. But, yeah, uh, like but like every time Luke does something shitty, Owen must be just like, oh my God, you, know, you don't realize what our life is like. <laughs> don't you know, like eight years ago, the DeVry like Sith Lord came over here, like <laughs> no, went to he some doesn't. sort of vocational. Don't you realize that like, you know, she was right here. Brew hit her in the face with a stick or the butt of a gun. Yeah. I try to hit her with that pipe thing that's in every show now. <laughs> right. It's just like, how many times are you going to reference this? You, gotta... <laughs> you can do other ones. It's okay. Like, that's not There's the inside. other pipes in the Star Wars universe, I think. I'm waiting for that to be on like a six inch like Black Series card, oh, which is just the yeah. pipe. I'll buy that. I, but, I will be, you know what, are you listening? Sideshow replicas, <laughs> let's get yeah, that stick. Get that stick. I need that in the background of my office. Someone would be like, oh, is that the trash compact? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Also seen in uh, Mandalorian when he's putting his hot rod together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And now seen when fucking uh, Owen Lars took a swing at a, you know, Sith Inquisitor with it? Yeah, 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 the very same stick. Yep, the very same. It's it really gets around, man. The w- I want to see the Star Wars story about the factory that makes that stick. It'll be like, yeah. how did this get made? Uh, Star Wars edition. <laughs> they should. I mean, Boop, honestly, that sounds. Burp, burp, burp. 
<laughs> that actually sounds like a pretty guy would watch that show. I would watch the show out of that. Are you kidding <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, Like Disney Plus, if you're listening. And next, <laughs> the pipe goes down the assembly line, whereas it's fitted with a weird studded belt thing. <laughs> yeah. It is knurled here. <laughs> sometimes it's floppy, and sometimes yeah. it's not. <laughs> yes. You can see the Ugnot inspector <laughs> checking it for defects. Right. Here, the Ugnot Inspector throws it into a fire. <laughs> Here he is putting it in a trash compactor. That's all that I've seen Ugnots do. That and operate the uh, operate the carbon freezing chamber. They're just throw, well, they, also, they throw things into the fire. Well, they also played like hot potato with like C three P. Oh, they love to have fun. They love their work and they love playing with sentient droid yeah. heads. Yeah, they they take their breaks very seriously. Oh yeah, no. It's a Eugene gig. They get golden time. It's all good. Yeah, good for hey, good for good on them. Yeah, if you can get good it. On them. Here's a question. Do you think do mm -hmm. you think that furnace that they're throwing C3PO parts into is that powering Cloud City? I think so. Oh no. Either that or that's like Lando's personal like fire pit. <laughs> More fire. Um <laughs> I'm a administrator. Of Cloud City, and I need the biggest fire pit in my <laughs> bedroom office. He's, my brothis. Yeah, he's got to seduce his friend's girlfriend. He's a Take a look at my cape. <laughs> it looks pretty good, doesn't it? Only on him. <laughs> you ever it see does. me try to wear a quarter cape? Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. I know, like, this dude who used to walk around uh, San Francisco wearing an opera cape. Mm. That's a look. <laughs> That's a movie. It is. Right there. I mean, especially like a crushed velvet with red interior. Like, Ooh. I don't know if he thought he was like uh, a Dracula or if he thought he was he like a, just a count. But it was it was a luscious crushed like black with red interior uh, opera cape. And I used to see him all over the place. <laughs> that guy sounds like a real card. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if you would if you would ask him where is the lo the closest cape shop. I bet he knows instantly. If you're looking for a cape, I bet that's who you go to. Yeah, what what is a cape shop called? A capery? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, I like that. Like a haberdashery, I just figured. Uh, capery, yep, right? Or, like a back hangery? Hmm. Yeah. Cloaksmith. A cloaksmith. There we go. Yeah. But uh, I like this B plot. I didn't know I needed it. I'm glad I got it. Um, with the except that I, again, I didn't need it. it's uh, Riva to do it. Um, and I felt like the backstory that Owen gives Luke was kind of uh, well, well, questionable. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it makes sense, right? You don't want you because how do you retcon Luke saying, "Oh yeah, I remember when a dark Jedi came to my house and uh, almost killed me when I was like 10. Uh, it said it's just like oh, Tuscan's attacked, I guess. But yeah, we don't talk about that no more. And then it's like, listen, Luke, make sure you get hit by a rock before you see Reva, so you don't remember anything. Okay, go get out there, you little rascal. And then, hey, Reva, make sure it looks like you got hit by a rock, so you see yourself sitting there, some <laughs> sort of imagery that Re makes you realize. Remember when you pretended to be dead? That kind of yeah. sucked, right? <laughs> That's you now. You're the sucky one. No! 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but like she, yeah, uh, yeah that's right, right? Because uh, Luke never sees her. He gets never out of the top her. of the the top of the uh, the homestead, and then he runs through the desert, and she's just wearing a big cloak. And he, when he's sneaking around those rocks, he still doesn't see her, and then he falls down and bonks his head, and still doesn't see her. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know why she thought like Vader would know he had a kid. Because he doesn't at this point. And I don't know how, why she thought that they would, like, that he would find out. Like, it's not like it's, like, at Vader's house. You know what I mean? <laughs> he went yeah. to the Mustafar castle and was just, like, it, the snotty little Luke was playing in his room with his sweet-ass toys that the best toys money could buy. And she goes in yeah. there and, and then uh, he comes home about, oh, what a long day. Oh, Obi Wan really messed up the box. <laughs> I gotta Luke, put, I gotta put a shield on this or something. Anyway, yeah, Luke, container, Luke, you want to put together this puzzle? <laughs> no, <I> mean, like, <laughs> oh God! Oh force! Oh force! Exactly. Yeah, no, it 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 was just like, okay, I get it, right? The series is about how Obi Wan gets his groove back. And it's also like, how do we get It's Riva into Ahsoka? And she needs to, and she needs to have her redemption arc. Oh, that would be but, really good. Do you think she's gonna show up in Ahsoka? She, uh, yeah, I, I feel uh, the Force tells me yes. I oh, feel man. very confident that that was the whole reason why that was set up. Um, because you don't want to get rid of such like a fantastic actor is moses ingram so i mean it is quite a bit later for her that's still i mean that would be cool it would be crazy if she hadn't had her redemption arc (laughs) well yeah i would i mean honestly i kind of would have you know maybe see the turning of it you know but this one was just like no take this lightsaber throw it in the dirt and i'm sorry i couldn't do it because i was going to avenge my dead friends that i walked by for you know like 10 years um, encased in amber in this fucking inquisitorium uh, factorium. And, uh, <laughs> never, never touched on that again. <laughs> that, yeah. is, uh, that is still a very open question what that was all about, aside from just being like, here's a bunch of Jedi you don't recognize, except maybe one from the cartoon. And why do you have them encased? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm going to make a Snoke out of it. It'll yeah, blend maybe. them together and make a weird man. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna juice them so we can get the emperor back. You we, see, we're, we're making... gonna get we're, we're gonna try to get the emperor back. We're gonna make one real tall weirdo, one popsicle yeah. looking dude. We're gonna and then we're you know what? Let him do some stuff. He looks kind of cool. Yeah, and then someone's gonna get frustrated and just be like, "Just bring the emperor back," and then we'll figure it out. And they'll be like, "Oh, we had the we had the setting on Snoke." We should have turned it to Palpatine. I like how they have so many like cast off Snokes. Like that's it's great to know that when you're trying to clone a Palpatine, when you're getting it wrong, it comes out like Snoke, like an eleven foot tall, just awful looking weirdo. I mean, he was five eight. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Just wow, this one got big. We are. It's too bad we murdered all those Kaminoans, huh? They had it really yeah. down pat. They could. They, that guy looks they, just like Django. 
Yeah, I mean, like, all of them. Like, some were bald, some had full heads of hair, but they all looked like them. Same face. And uh, we can't get it right at all. We get it wildly bad. Like, (laughs) I mean, some... I mean, he's really terrible. I mean, and he's got bad taste, too. He's got a gold robe? Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, he had a black (laughs) robe first. And then he's like, you know what? This is, I could use a gold robe. Yeah, I need to. I need to. I need to bling this up a little bit. This room—they'll really go great with this red room. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I really but like I guess, red. I, I guess are gold. just curtains on a big windows, <laughs> picture windows that look out into the ship that he always keeps closed. <laughs> hey guys, aim for the red room up there that you can see from miles away. That one right there? Yeah, yeah, that one right there. That's got to well, be maybe. where Snoke is. Who's got curtains that big? <laughs> I, mean, leading the thing? I mean, that looks like a foreman's office, right? Like, watched over everybody? That's got to be his spot. I bet yeah. he's got a circular bed <laughs> that yeah. rotates. But it's also water. It's like a circular rotating water bed. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Snoke's definitely, with a robe like that, Snoke has definitely got a water bed. And he's never worn, like, regular shoes in his life. Never. He can't fit in them. <laughs> who could possibly him. find? People who are like, the guy, people who make the shoes for Shaquille O'Neal were like, nope. There's <laughs> only so much pleather in the world, my friend. Yeah, we, we will. Those kids won't be able to get their pro wings if we, we make Snoke a couple pairs of shoes. <laughs> we could do a slipper. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and a white belt yeah rope whatever <laughs> stanch stanchion yeah that's what he wears <laughs> and then the emperor's just like oh uh, but uh, i mean but is he wasting away from the dark side no maybe make me a snoke body then jesus yeah wh- why am i look at my fingers why am i why am i as old as i was when i died <laughs> even i am even older why wouldn't you make me like you know like a thirties body? I look know? rougher <laughs> now. I'm I'm hanging off an HR Geiger arm. Yeah, look at these fingers. Some of them don't have I nails. I got bones, on. fingers. They're bones. Damn it! Give me a snow body. And my eyes are milky white. <laughs> Again, you couldn't give me a body when I was like a fresh young senator from Naboo. <laughs> I like hope. That's... I hope to God someday we get. Because they were like planting seeds for that that reveal for a long time, and they had this really stupid looking thing in the comics and in the Battlefront Two campaign, mm. where there was just a robot that had a red robe yes. on, and then a TV, <laughs> and then basically <laughs> a TV screen fixed. with the Emperor's face on it, because <laughs> he's like, people can't think I'm dead. Here, this will work. <laughs> Let's, let's, I'm gonna be Arab Zola. It's almost the same thing. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Hello? Can you see me in this bowl? This is pretty cool. Yeah. It's, it's great when a movie relies on you having played a uh, the campaign of a multiplayer game and also <laughs> having read a book by like Chuck Windig or whatever his name is, where it's just like, it's a book about Snap Wexley, and you're like, you mean Greg Grumberg from The Force Awakens? I have to read a book about this guy? He gets a whole book, you say. Oh, it's like a whole trilogy. 
and it's like there's like maybe two pages in there about talking about the these dark acolytes, these dark cultists that are collecting old force sensitive objects, and you're just like, that that's like I had to <laughs> I had to do all that legwork. You put some yeah. of it on the page, guys. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> you you, you could have been fooled yeah. into thinking we were, but it's not. Well, uh, it, it's Reva converts, um, and Obi-Wan shares words of wisdom. Indeed. To be like, you know, don't feel so bad. Uh, they're free now. She's like, am I am the bad guy now? And he's like, no, no. And then he starts thinking it back to all the people he's, like, personally seen her kill. Well, because he's like, no, you chose not to do it. So you're good now. And, and like, I'm thinking, not really, though. <laughs> I mean, that's not really how that works. But, I mean, I guess that would make me feel better after doing all the crimes. <laughs> she only decided to kill, not kill this little boy because she was like, oh, wait, I was young once. <laughs> Yeah, and I saw myself in him, and then I saw, uh, I guess, Anakin, sort of, maybe? Uh, I don't know. I love um, the look he gives, like, after he stabs her. He's just like, what? <laughs> it's funny, you almost get that same look in, like, uh, even through Vader when he stabs her. Yeah. It's just kind of like, what? <laughs> okay, I thought this was going to be harder. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a moment of his reflection until he uh, steals his reserves. And I'm really, or, is he, I'm really stabbing a lot of kids. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Should I stop? Uh, nah, it's fine. My eyes are still blue. <laughs> oh, jeez. If, we're, well, okay, if okay. rebels are to be to believed, this is Anakin doing this. Uh-oh. <laughs> Whoopsie doopsie, your guys are kind of mixing your visual metaphors. Although I am That's glad true. they did, did not do that in Obi-Wan. I'm glad he didn't have like the blue eyes for a second there. Yeah, the, the blue lightsaber was enough. Yep, you don't have to have his eyes actually change. Turn blue. Yeah. I uh, think that's how that really worked. In- yeah. Because the Vader is just a hundred, I mean, uh, the Emperor is just like a hundred percent situation. Uh, yeah, exactly. He's pretty, com- I mean, it was, I think, because he electrocuted himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> such a cool, that was such a cool twist. I can't, I am so glad they explained that. Hey, why does an old evil guy look old and evil? Oh, because he, <laughs> he lightning the <laughs> lightsaber and it reflected on himself and instead of stopping, he just kept it going. He kept going and he's like, please help me. And then all of a sudden. I uh, would love you know, Anakin to just be like, stop lightning, dude. Yeah, you, could, you don't need to do this you anymore. Don't, all he was going to do was arrest you. <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden, here you go. You kept lightning him and then you lightened yourself. And then there's like, that moment where you're like unlimited power, right? Which is really cool because, you know, Ian McDermott has such a fun time with that scene and I'm all for it. But you just kind of like, nah, not really, right? Like you had to wait until his defenses were down. Like your unlimited power was not working on base. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you have a unlimited make my head into a butthead power. I mean, is that yeah. maybe what he's talking about? <laughs> And then the, the my favorite part that we'll get back to everyone is is when he goes, ah, you yeah. know, at the end of it, like he just like undid his pants from like a twelve hour yeah. shift. 
It's good to be evil. Look at this. All my face is burning. <laughs> hey, Anakin. Wow, do I have a scratch or a couple of bird marks? It feels kind of weird. <laughs> Anakin's like, oh. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, you got any mirrors in here? We want to cover them up forever. You got a hood? <laughs> oh, you got you a hood on that thing? Oh, that's a good idea, man. Because yeah. you, I don't, have you ever lightning someone? I guess it's a special <laughs> kind of lightning that just, is, <laughs> is, did he look, did he get extra evil? Because it was like a feedback loop. He was just like light. He was powering himself up. <laughs> That's it. That's, it. He's like That's why he says baking. unlimited power because <laughs> he's charging his battery. <laughs> this is he's, he's like this is what all Sith become when they are most powerful. And Vader's like, oh, oh. is like is the like a middle path like some sort of dumb gray Jedi concept? Is that a thing? Cause I would, I am. That's looking pretty good. Have you looked at me lately? Uh, yeah, I, mean, I don't want to brag, I mean, well, but my girlfriend is Natalie Portman, so. And I look pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yep. Your jump's uh, being burnt off. I mean, <laughs> go out to the uh, Mustafa system. Yeah. Enjoy it while you can. <laughs> oh, he means for years. Yep. <laughs> years, 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 years. And now he looks like a, uh, a weird samurai guy. Yeah, kind of. A little bit. Yeah. So in uh, Obi Wan, uh, we we go back to is do we go back to uh, Alderaan after after that I moment? I think so. I think yeah, you go back to Alderaan, uh, and that's when Obi Wan shows up to bring back uh, Leia's droid. And also Lola, Lola, exactly. And to tie up, uh, tie up another loose end. Uh-oh, oh, there's a plot God. hole over here, and it needs a filling. And guess who's gonna fill? That's right, it's Obi Wan. Because mm-hmm. of course we've been talking about it since <laughs> Episode One. The fir- or whenever Leia showed up, we've been talking about how, hey, how does she not recognize this guy or be like, hey, remember that time we went on a grand adventure? And it was, well, we almost died together, but that kind of stuff's happening again. Could really use your help. Uh, why didn't she say that? Well, the answer is that he was like, hey, don't tell anyone. Yeah, it's <laughs> our secret. He's like, if you ever need my help, pretend like we don't know each other. Yeah, <laughs> we don't know each other at all. To be all. safe. <laughs> Even though she is literally like any part of her message is dangerous for her, but she is like he's just like hey, but just pretend like we this never happened and we don't know each other. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's safer <laughs> that way. Anyway, you should just turn to the camera and been like happy now. <laughs> I mean, when uh, when that happened, I said that's how you're gonna fix it. Like, that was the first thing that came out of my mouth. I was like, come on, man. Like, it's our little secret. But let me tell you, you're as good as your, uh, you're as good as your mom and as uh, adventurous as your dad. I can't say anymore. Yep. Look at, look at Jimmy Smith's. They're your family now. Yep. And you're going to think about it. Later, you're going to tell someone about your mom, about the characteristics. And it'll make sense because I told you a little bit about her. So, anyway, um, Obi-Wan, the plot, gr- Grouter over gotta go but, yeah but if you ever need me 
and you want to see a season two, you know where to find me. Right, because then they, she could be on the show indefinitely, and they could have tons of adventures together, because now it doesn't matter. All they'll have to be like is like... <laughs> exactly, like, it's like, she she knows the deal. No one needs to know I'm, a, I'm, I'm still around, or we know each other, and it's good. That drove me... I was like, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. It's whatever. It's it is what it is because it's already this exists, and so this is the way they chose to wrap it up. And fine, you know, uh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you could say. Yeah, yeah, it's it's you made a choice, you stuck with it, and I don't have, you know, do I agree with it? No. But you did it, and it's fine. Obi Wan's looking, you know, he's 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 looking like he's he's finally got his groove back. He figured all this stuff out, and uh, I actually like the outfit he has on that whole little blue number. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's then one he, of the best ones. Yeah, then he ditches it for his expanded universe frontiers outfit. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Good way to tie it to a toy I saw once. Yeah, like a sideshow toy. Hmm. Mm. What they're trying to sell here. Yeah, just make a new head mm. sculpt and you got yourself another million dollars. <laughs> exactly. And then uh, he goes back to Tatooine to close up his cave. Yep, the cave, anyone could just walk through, which was a funny, a funny detail. Now he's moving into a big boy house and... Uh, and uh, he's also saying uh, his catchphrase, right? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, th- I mean, this is what everyone was waiting for. That's right? what it, I guess everyone was waiting for. I mean, I'm, several people that I think are very cool have said that they really love that part. I don't hate it. I think the hero moment that it got was a little excessive, like how they, you know, because to set it up, if you haven't seen the episode. Uh, Obi-Wan comes back to Tatooine and he's going to talk to he's closing up his cave he's going to talk to Owen and uh, Mm -hmm. he he's basically uh, Owen in a sort of a moment of charity because he wants Obi-Wan to leave him alone because he's like hey you know what he just needs to be a kid and Obi-Wan's finally like yeah you're right (laughs) it's fine he doesn't need to be trained uh and in a moment of charity, Owen says, hey, uh, you want to meet him? And, of course, Obi-Wan is excited, delighted to do so. And that's when we get the line that we're referencing, the hero moment of it. The camera is in low. It zooms up. It's all silent. Hello there. Oh, you got a different version. Mine was like, hey, bruv. Hey, bruv. <laughs> hey, bruv. How you doing, bruv? What's up? Uh <laughs> Yeah, we got the hello there in a perfect um, Alec Guinness cadence. Mm-hmm. Hello there. It was uh, it was great. He did it great, and it was fun to see. I thought the the, the way they built up to it was kind of like, okay, guys, we get it. This is going to mean a lot to a lot of people, I guess. And it, and it did, it sounds like. So hats off to you. Well yeah. done. And then, you know, um, he's like, I he... Probably cash in his uh, 401k, his tattooing 401k from whale meat yep. hunting or something, mm-hmm. and bought himself a little hut. Yep, he got the manta, the the manta, the desert manta meat. 
yep. saved up enough little scrappy dudes to buy himself a house. <laughs> got him, it's got him his little... Man, it was, little, used to be so cheap to get a house these days. Yeah, Oof. but now, you know... It's, It'd take you half a manta to get that thing. Exactly. You just th- Those just don't grow on sand i um, guess not you know really but maybe they do i don't know where they come from i haven't seen the manta the star wars story you know or why they you know not terrorizing people more because they're ginormous but um we finally get what everyone's been waiting for yep for I've, some reason i have been have i not been calling for this since episode one yeah, yeah, you were right but we, <laughs> i mean it as the show was going on it was just like yep i guess so We'll, we'll see that whole, the whole time you were walking alone, it was because I was carrying you, Qui-Gon. <laughs> why was there, why was there only one pair of footprints? Because I was carrying you, Obi-Wan. That's but, right, but, Liam yep. Neeson's is back. And uh, I guess they just had his wardrobe just ready to go. I think he brought that with him. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh, I kept it. Well, it looks like the the he's been ha- hanging out on Tatooine too. It looks like this the desert is rough on you if you're a ghost or not. <laughs> I mean, it, definitely the ghost lost his lightsaber. <laughs> Maybe you don't need it, but you know that whole like I've been waiting for you. I was like, you mean you couldn't have shown up sooner and just be like, I see my friends having a crisis of force. <laughs> and <laughs> nope, <laughs> like, he wasn't nah. ready. Yeah. Let me let him go through this uh, crucible that he put himself through. They wouldn't um, pay me for more. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to pay me. Yep. <laughs> they weren't ready to pay. So I'm just going to be in here for 10 seconds. Looking ex- filmed... the exact same outfit, but looking old. <laughs> they filmed the, the, that's why they filmed in a quarry to afford me to come here for yep. <laughs> exactly a minute. Yes, that's why that, that, uh, that fight is in a quarry. And uh, they walk and talk, and there you go. Then, yeah, pan up to the sunset, and that's a wrap. Apparently on part one of a trilogy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, So here's what I want. In summary of this whole show, here's what I wanted to say. You know, since the start, I've been saying, if the problems that this show brings up if the the interruptions to canon, if these annoying things that kind of nag in your mind, and you just at least you wonder how they'll wrap it up. If those were paid off well, then the whole thing would have been worth it. And I think my answer to that, what I've come to after thinking about it, after seeing the entire series, is, is complicated. Because mm. I think that in some ways it was really worth it. Uh, I think the scenes, the fight scenes between Vader, especially the the last, like, or just Vader using his powers in general was incredible. The fight scene in the last episode is really incredible. And getting to see uh, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen act these characters that they, you know, they were... A lot of people maligned their performances in those first movies, especially Hayden Christensen, and seeing him come back and be able to do a really compelling, well-done performance, I think is really cool. Um, I think it's really cool that we got to see young Leia. And so if you ask me, was it worth, were all these weird diversions they took worth it? Considering about what I got, yes. 
but it didn't pay off in the way that I was hoping. It didn't pay off in a way that made me go, whoa, or this is a crazy story or, or what I'm, I'm so glad it's part of the, the canon and part of the fabric of this character. But on the other hand, I am. <laughs> I like the majority of it, and I think I like. I think the stuff with young Leia is really awesome, and I really like the interactions between Obi Wan and Darth Vader. So I'm glad it exists, and so I think it did its job. But I don't know. I still don't like the way they handled some of the plot points, I guess. So I understand your conflict. And if it was in a bubble, I'd be fine. The show to me is very much how I feel about most of the prequels. It's cool to have or prequels stuff. It's cool to have. I don't need it. And I didn't need this. Like, I would love to just see a, a young Leia show. That's cool. I like those interactions as well. But for me, it does not offer me anything new or enlightening. It feels like it's trying to clean up. I feel like they thought they were cleaning up some of the, maybe what people would perceive as like prequel inconsistencies and even, you know, the original trilogy in, inconsistencies and try to put reasoning to it. I don't think it was needed. And I definitely don't think it was as successful as, you know, a lot of people are making out to be. I, you know, definitely the last episode was very enjoyable. The fifth, the sixth, the first, and the second episodes were fine. The, the third and the fourth were, I definitely didn't need that. But as a series as a whole, it's cool. It's out there. I finally get some real badass Vader fights to watch and just get to see Vader um, be cool. We forgot to mention uh, we were talking about the Emperor for so damn long. We forgot to mention that he was actually in the episode, which was neat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he gets a lot of, of uh, time. And you really kind of you get that d disapproving father dynamic that they did yeah, a good job but that's up. The yeah, but that's the, that was the other problem. They're just like, do you think the old problems with Obi-Wan uh, distracting you, your emotions? Maybe you should just forget him. Just so he doesn't go after him anymore. He doesn't obsess over whatever. Uh, anyway, the whole thing is, the series was cool, but I, I really didn't need it. Um, that being said, I would skip to like the little parts i'd want to watch you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think they did they set out to connect the sequels or sorry the originals with the prequels um but the fact that they have to do so much groundwork to make this make sense or to make this you know make perfect sense uh or as close to perfect as star wars gets uh I think speaks a lot to why we don't really need prequels to begin with. Like we can maybe move forward. Maybe it's a good idea to move forward. So I think that in general, I'm not a huge fan of prequels. And I, I agree that I didn't, 
I didn't necessarily want this show, or I didn't think that it was something that I wanted, but now that it's finished, I think the story as a whole is very satisfying, and I think that it does end up layering, uh, adding a, another layer to their encounters later that doesn't actually end up making it worse, like I was afraid mm-hmm. it would. Yeah, see, that's where I disagree with you. I think it just... This fight in in part six feels very much. It was cool to see, but it also felt like that YouTube clip where they had like old Obi Wan and Vader fighting. That you know that some people stitch together to make it like super kinetic and stuff. Yeah, they did. They reshot I, the entire scene. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, I, I didn't need that. I don't want that. And this feels like this is like, yeah. See, we'll make it cool so you can get that fight that you've always wanted. And I was just like. I already had the fight I needed. It wasn't spectacular, but that's what it was. Just the, just the lengths to get to this point, I felt like undid for me anyway. This is just me. Undid a lot of like the mysticism and world building I choose to kind of establish for myself from the original trilogy. That's what I mean by like I don't really feel like it adds anything to that experience that already wasn't either intimated at or established. All it did was kind of muck it up a bit. And then it really felt like, Hey, we got to figure out how to course correct this because we're disrupting too many things. So that's kind of where I fall with it. Yeah. I think, I think without the clone wars cartoons, the supplementary prequel material, this show probably never gets made because the fact that the Clone Wars exists and that they've built the relationship up to be something more than it was ever on screen, uh, I think almost demands us some sort of a more closure because of course, when the original prequels, they ended, the relationship didn't feel, t- at least to me, the connection between them didn't feel super established and authentic. So yeah. when they when he beats him, even though, uh, Ewan McGregor is giving like an Oscar worthy performance. You believe he is t- heartbroken with what's happening. Yes. Uh-huh. But uh, you don't buy it from a character level. And then they come along with like the Clone Wars cl- comes along and it, it establishes such a deep and meaningful relationship between mentor and student that like that retroactively makes it important to give us more closure instead of them like parting once and then never meeting again to their old men and then Obi-Wan just disappears <laughs> before <laughs> Vader's ever able to get revenge. <laughs> that is one of the things I enjoy about this show the most because it makes that moment a, the biggest fuck you. The biggest fuck you that has ever excused my leg. I've been a, salty, a little bit salty language-wise the last two episodes, but Maybe I'm just becoming unhinged, but uh, but that's got to be the biggest fuck you to Vader when he's just like, oh, hey, strike me down. Just kidding. Poof. <laughs> now I'm a ghost and you never got to kill me. <laughs> Vader never gets to get his Obi-Wan. He, Obi-Wan lives to be an old man eight years later. <laughs> <laughs> Then he, then, then he finally does the deed because he's like, oh, I look over there. I, I was watching someone says, that's why Leia looked over Obi-Wan on A New Hope um, and they locked eyes because she was watching her 
friend die. And I'm like, that was never the case. Yeah, look she, on her she, face. She doesn't know what's happening. She was over there going, well, They're killing old sh- guys now. <laughs> there are two old dudes fighting with light sticks. <laughs> this shit is crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, I... Yeah, I mean, again, that's that's where I ended with it. I got stuff that I wanted to see. I do think in the long run, it will help future shows expanding what they can do with Jedi, you know, the dark side, the force in general. I do think it gets a boost because of this, because now it's established and it was established by known characters. Right, like everyone knows everyone, everyone knows Darth Vader, and the appease that fan base. Yes, now you now you can do it if other people do it. So I think it's be successful there. My hope, and I believe this is probably your hope as well, is that they do some more new shit and stop leaning on the like established timeline so much. Yeah, I agree. They need to move forward. They need to make new stuff. This, the 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 dependency on legacy sequels is wearing thin. I think that that's finally people have, are done. Like you did the send off trilogy. Now it's time to move into the future or the the far past. I don't care. You want to do the thousand years ago stuff that you do in the comics that they still have spaceships and everything still functions pretty much the same. <laughs> then mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, that's when the acolyte. Uh, supposedly is set very excited for that show ahsoka is going to the another part of the galaxy love it can't wait uh as long as that's i guess what they actually do and uh more mandalorian can't wait for that all that stuff new forward looking different aspects of the galaxy give it to me i can't wait Mm -hmm. and or i don't know i mean it's do I need it? No. Um, will I watch it? Yes. Yeah, it's got Mon Moth in it. Gotta watch it. Yeah, I mean, I think, I guess at the end of that one, I'm going to be so, I don't, I, I, I have less connection to that, that I'm just going to be like, whatever happens there, as long as it doesn't also start peeing on everything else. Like, Obi-Wan shows up in that, or other shit, and like, come on, just, just. Just give me like the CD underbelly or like the, the bootstrap starts of the rebellion, I guess. Maybe put young Lay in there so we can see how that all starts up. Or at least Jimmy Schmidt's, you know, kind of being a little bit more he, super aggressive. He's going to be in it. I mean, he's in uh, Ro- uh, Rogue One, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I guess I'm just projecting that I definitely hope that is the case and he's in a way that makes me go like okay yeah now i get it this this is this is the bail organa that i've always wanted to see um you know really get that started versus just kind of like talking to a couple of like clone troopers watching a you know be like oh well i guess you are correct then i will turn around and then watching a kid get murked (laughs) and then flying away Yeah, he's like, no, as he's driving away. No, don't do it. Sorry, I'd help you, kid, but I can't. Yeah. Oh, my God, I can't believe we guys are going to do it. Bye. Yeah, by the way, I have this ship just sitting in this fucking Well, he's going to make garage. up for it. Okay, he's, his whole planet gets exploded. So, Dude, if they give me Bill Organa doing some John Wick stuff, I'm for it. Yeah. 
every I want to see less actually of of young Leia and her family because the more I see of them, the more I like them, and the more I want to see more of that planet, more of Alderaan. But then I'm like, oh no, all yeah, these people would, are gonna die. Yeah, this would turn out too good. Is that where he- Hege, uh, he- whatever, how do you ever you uh, say Haja, uh, Kabel Nanjiani's character? Does he does he take her to Alderaan and then just like set up shop there and then it is blown up later. Oh, what if they do the super duper special edition of a new hope where they cut to Alderaan? He's like, Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) What's that light in the sky? (laughs) That costs $20 million to do. (laughs) George, no, he looks up and goes, McClunky. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Every new thing he puts in there is like look lucky. Uh cool. Well, there you go. There you have it. Slightly different opinions, but uh I would say both uh, you know, overall I think it was a net positive. Uh but I think I, I came out a little bit more positive uh than you, but uh I think your critique is is valid and um well thought out, I think. Uh, so that is going to do it for us for this week. Another week, another episode of Pop Saga. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, but now it's time for Darth Forest. Take it away, Darth Forest. A big thank you to Burton M6 for all the incredible music on our show. You can find a link to his Fiverr page in our show notes. You can also find links to our social media, Discord, and merch store in our show notes as well. Just click that Pico link. From us here at Pop Saga to all of you out there, we want to say thank you for joining us. Your support means the world. We hope that you're feeling happy and healthy, and we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Now here's John with one last bit of sage advice before we say goodbye. Thank you, Darth Forest. I appreciate the vote of confidence. (laughs) Remember, folks, if you got someone knocking on your door, do what Aunt Burrow does and hit them in the face. (laughs) It's not good advice, but it is some form of advice. Still counts. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you for tuning in to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Delhi City. <laughs> you want the hype? I got you. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go.